Okay. Uh, all right. My voice is coming in. And. Okay. You ready? Uh... Oh, um, yeah. I'll mute and get that going. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Fantastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Flesh Gordon is an action-packed adventure film like none you've ever seen. You'll think it's a scream. See Flesh Gordon battle gigantic monsters from another planet. Will Flesh escape from the iron jaws of death? What? Flesh Gordon, an outrageous parody of yesteryear's superheroes. It's the eighth one of the world. Oh, boy. Rated X, not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Back for yet another episode of Movie Sucktastic. Hello, hello. Ah, oh, Mr. Wilson. I'm Mr. Guida. That's yeah. Wow, Welcome it. to Movie Sucktastic. That video is way too big for you. Here, let's get oh, to that. Oh, it's for my big head. It's you. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a little large. Yeah, yeah. Still, still trying to find a cowboy hat my size. Really? Yeah. Oh no, we we went to a place that actually sells you know, like one of the places that sell cowboy hats, like you know, professionally. Yeah. And we were trying them on. It's like I can't find one that fits. And I, hold on. So he got me one, and I forget the number, but I think it was thirteen. And I and, he, and I tried. It I said, "Yeah, this fits." It's like, okay. Good news is we know what your size is. A thirteen. Bad news is that's the only one I have in that size. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. That's yeah. all you got. That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh, so, wonderful. Yeah. So if I'm if I buy a real cowboy hat, it's going to cost me some uh, real pesos. Well, I guess you know you live in Texas, you can get your hands on some pesos. Yeah. <laughs> What's the conversion rate for pesos? I just used it. Stop. <laughs> Man, anyway, welcome to the Movie Sucktastic, <laughs> where we don't talk about hats normally, but it came up. It came and, up. And uh, what we do talk about is movies, usually bad ones. Th- this, and, is, this, uh, is, this is a bad one. And this, this episode, we are reviewing um, the 1974 uh, exploitation parody, Flesh Gordon. That's right. Um, you know, watching this thing, I... I, I there are there are quite a few, and I don't know if it if it's the 1980 Flash Gordon just took some I don't know some notes from this, but there are well, some no. parallels. That's because they're both based on the original Flash Gordon serials. No, I get that, but I'm even yeah. talking about the way lines are delivered and acted in some spots. Again, like well, here, here, like Doctor Jerkoff sounds a lot like Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Jerkoff's my favorite, by the way, Lexi Jerkoff. Now, but let's let's. I want to bring this up because yeah. it's connected to that. Um, I don't. I I was surprised at how much I did remember from my childhood watching this. I, I, like, I oh shit! I saw way more of this when I was a kid than I should have. Yeah, because I'm recognizing everything. Yeah, I um, I don't remember a lot of this film. Uh, oh, there were parts where I was, and my wife watched this with me. Yeah, right. Yeah, I heard. And uh, and, and uh, <laughs> sorry, Holly. <laughs> And uh, every, every now and then I'd be like, oh, I remember what's coming up now. Like, it's not good, but I remember it. <laughs> but the opening I, I had never seen before. I don't know if it was there when uh, the copy I saw at the time. But at the beginning, there's a uh, there's like an uh, what, what is it? What's it called? The open narration. Oh, the monologue. Well, yeah, it's, there's like a, a, a title scroll and it's a narrator kind of introducing the film. And I was like. All right, I'm watching a softcore porn film that needs to explain itself beforehand. This is already in trouble. Yeah. Sign. <laughs> this is already a red flag. However, what I found out doing my, my nominal research was that um, the director, uh, I can't pronounce his goddamn name. Uh, oh. You have any luck with it? Let me see if I can pronounce it. Be- Michael ben- Benavisti. That's one of them. I'm talking about the other one. Uh, Howard oh. Zime. Howard Zime. Yeah, he he's he's that seems more easier to me. A, yeah, I or mean, he's Zium. Guy. could be Zim Zim Zoom, um, uh, Professor Z. He uh, what happened was, um, Paramount was it? I forget. Whoever owns Flash Gordon, uh, the original serials, they threatened to sue him because I think it's Universal. It, yeah, Universal. Thank you. Yeah, because the first third of the film is so similar. Yeah, yeah, very, especially. <laughs> the first episode of the of the flash gordon serials so that's why you see those stark comparisons to the uh 80s flash gordon right because they're working off the same original 
Yeah, I mean, even so, even the the girl Dale, like the way she talks, so, uh -huh. the the girl that plays Dale in the nineteen eighty film, so, like she delivers her lines very similar. Yeah, and when Timothy Dalton's character shows up, uh, I mean, at least two or three times, Holly asked me, "Are you sure this was made before Flash Gordon?" So yes, yes. <laughs> but but you know, for both in both instances, we're watching something that's connected to an older thing that we have never seen right. or at least I've seen bits of. I've, I honestly, I've never sat through all the Flash Gordon serials, the original ones. I've never. I've seen a couple of bits of them, but there's other ones I have sit like, uh, uh, the, uh, what was is it? Um, uh, the Copperhead. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. But I, um, I've only ever seen some Flash Gordon like serial stuff whenever I catch anything that's like the history of cinema Oh, yeah. It's always brought up, and they always show bits and pieces of it. That's about the only time I've ever seen those original serials is stuff like that. I do have the uh, Batman and Robin serials on my Plex, if you ever get the mood. Oh, and, okay. and they've got riff tracks over them. So. Do you have any any of the Flash Gordon serial stuff? I never looked, but I, I might I might hunt them up. I think I want to grab it now because, you know, it, I, I've always enjoyed Flash Gordon, and I love the 1980 film, so... Mm -hmm. I have the uh, Savior of the Universe edition that came out on DVD. I so do I. It's one of those like once I get rid of this giant collection, I keep that one. When I doubt I, I don't have it on hand, but when I downsized, that was one of the few collectors I kept. It's like Flash Gordon sticking with me. Yeah, I, yeah, and, you have to. It comes with that really Gordon, cool and artwork the, inside. The 1980s and everything. one. Yeah. yeah, the 1980s one is also really worth reviewing. I forget if we have done it. Uh, I know we've mentioned it, but I don't know if we've, we've mentioned it a ton of times. I don't think we've ever reviewed it, um, but, especially you know with the Queen doing the soundtrack, which when we reviewed Bohemian Rhapsody, I had mentioned that I, when they flashed across the screen 1980, mm -hmm. I was sorely disappointed that yeah. Flash Gordon was not brought up. Uh huh. I I, I turned to Holly. So I guess we're not seeing Flash Gordon now. Uh, you know. And there right. isn't an un, you know, a director's cut or anything. Like they did it and cut it out for time. No, it mm -hmm. just they just. How does a film director, uh, like Brian Singer, make a movie like that, where he's like a he's also like a science fiction comic because, book guy. He doesn't bring up, you know, Flash Gordon because because it didn't fit the tone of the film. I guess and there not. wasn't enough time. You got to drop stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff they could have put in there that did, did, didn't. Nah. Uh, so nah. that's kind of here and there. Uh, nah. So, and, but but we have to forget the 1980s Flash Gordon because that's not what we saw. Yes, no, that is not. Unfortunately, that's not what we saw. Now, I will admit, I didn't totally hate Flash Gordon on a sec on, on a, like a, a 30 year later, probably more than that, probably more like 35 year later <laughs> viewing of it. <laughs> oh God. Um. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it either on Playboy 12 channel. Twelve or thirteen? Oh, yeah, probably. I probably saw it because we had the Playboy channel when it first came out because it came because it came with a television package. All right, <laughs> you don't have to be apologetic or defend your, just, yourself wanna, or your parents' decision to have Playboy channel. I just I am okay calling myself a pervert. I don't need that spread around on the folks. They they it came with the the HBO Showtime package at the time. So they never the watched. They never watched it then. They weren't that. I, I'm not contesting. I'm not saying that. I, I, I have no comment on that. But uh, at the time, they only had. There were only like 20 cable channels. There's nothing. At, at, at most, at yeah. most, and like only like three or four of them were pay channels. 
This is like in the old days before you had 500 fucking channels. And I remember growing up, it was always on channel, at least in my area, and your area was my area, so it was mm -hmm. always on channel 96. You know what I do remember watching on uh, Playboy Channel? What's that? Not, this is not a joke. Animal Crackers. What? They showed Marx Brothers Animal Crackers. Well, they were just filling time, I guess. I guess. It's kind of like when HBO first came out, they used to do like the Polka Festival. I think when HBO uh, first came they out would, in like 1970 or 71, 72, that general range, they were doing things like the Polka Festival because they didn't have enough content. Yeah, during midday when no one's watching TV, they would just have the, the, the um, a crawl of the times of the movies that were going to show that afternoon and evening. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It wasn't. It wasn't even twenty four hours. No, of, of programming. That's how. Hell, Nick and Knight started at eight o'clock when that first came around. It was cartoons well, was during the day, and then from like eight till midnight, or whatever was Nick and Knight, and then it was just black or snow. Right. Well, that's what I don't know why they ever separated from Nickelodeon because hey, what the who, fuck. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Flush Gordon. Yes. Uh, uh, we mentioned Zyme. Uh, he was a uh, he's actually a, quite a famous director as far as porn goes. Um, he had gotten into the business with his band manager. Uh, I want to say Orca, but it's not Orca. It's like Osco or something. <laughs> well, let me look him up real quick. Uh, Orca. I think it's Osco. But uh, um, he they, he uh, they got into the uh, the porn reel, the porn loops scene that's what they would do. they would actually film it and would be on a loop so just play over and over again oh they were responsible and, for that huh they were responsible for the loops they huh? Were, well they were involved in that they got into it they didn't start it that was around way before them but they but in the 70s porn was becoming more and more prolific and uh zyme is actually credited for sh ha shooting the first 35 millimeter uh adult uh feature-length adult film okay. that got that got wide uh, nationwide distribution in theaters. Uh, Rosa, I believe, is the name of it. It's Bill Osco. Osco, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I keep thinking Orca. Uh, but so Rosa, I'm pretty sure it was Rosa. It was a big hit. I, okay. I can double-check myself real quick. He also made a movie called Mona the Virgin Nymph. That's which, what I was thinking of, Mona. It's Mona. Which Mona. I have on my Plex. It was actually requested by someone. Because oh. uh, a friend of theirs had always stated that it was their favorite adult film. So this oh. person that we know uh, absolutely needed to see this. So I had downloaded it and put it on Plex and we, we all had watched it that evening. Um, so, yeah, it's actually on my Plex right now only because it was a request. It's not a very oh. good porno film well, uh, at all, 70s, but it is a porno film. Yeah, seventies. No, no seventies porno films were actually good. No. All right, it's the it's the first generation of any technology, and this was the first generation of mainstream pornography technology. But yeah, Mona so uh, Virgin he and Osco got into it. And they started cranking out adult films, and they were making so much money uh, that they were like going for bigger and better. So Flush Gordon came up, and they did that. Now I've read different. I've I've read different articles that gave different amounts of the budget depending on who you talk to uh the original budget was around seventy thousand, and depending on where you read it range the the end budget ranges anywhere from 300 to seven hundred thousand. yeah i think i read somewhere it was like one hundred and forty thousand. see it, it's just it's all over the place but yeah needless to say it went over budget and, and you know what i i gotta be honest um for what i see on screen 
as far as the special effects stuff goes, it wasn't that bad. Well, they, they had a lot of special effects people that uh, were were professional special effects people, and I've actually read that uh, uh, the the producers. Uh, I'm not sure if the directors were also involved with it, but there was a huge, um, there was uh, tension. Oh, I, I, yeah, sure. I, I, I think at one point the uh, special effects people held Prince of the Film hostage to get paid. <laughs> probably because, and they were probably weren't getting paid because the film was going so over so, budget. So what you're telling me, there was a lot of friction on set? Yeah, and more <laughs> friction than you'll see in the film. Yeah, um, yeah, there there are no, there isn't any friction. Um, right. uh, uh, Wiki the Wikipedia page says four hundred and seventy thousand. So you're right; it is everywhere. Yeah, it's just I, all I, over the place. The highest I've seen it is seven hundred thousand. Now you know what's interesting about the which, special effects, which might include prints and advertising. Who knows? It it was shown in theaters. It was shown in theaters. You know. Um, you know, and, and, and go ahead. No, no, but I'm saying like, and this is one of the first big films in theaters. Uh, they got a lot of attention. Sure. Actually, ironically, Zyme, um, uh, this was like a, a door into mainstream filmmaking. Right. And Zyme apparently rejected the idea of making non-pornographic films. <laughs> so he was like, nah, 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 I'm going to keep doing this shit. And then once video took over, he just he just retired. He's like, I'm done. He's still alive, by the way. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he came out of retirement in 89 to, to uh, direct the Flash Flesh Gordon sequel. Yeah, the cheerleader, something of the cheerleader. Yeah, uh, and it was as, as forgettable as the title, and after that, he was like, ah, I'm Fuck retiring was again. was it called? It was called uh, Me Flesh Gordon Meets the Cosmic Cheerleaders. I've never seen it. No, nah, I've never seen it either. Um, so as far as the special effects goes, I mean, they do, you know, the Harryhausen, you know, stop-motion special effects, and while they're not good, they are not bad either they're very good considering uh i mean rick baker was involved on this film dude was he really i didn't know that yes rick baker mike uh michael minor and tom sherman all of them who have done uh countless stuff. like oscar nominated yeah. and winning films uh-huh like rick baker obviously being the most famous of the three uh -huh. um but wow that's pretty impressive yeah, I mean, you know, it, and a lot of sci a lot of science fiction fans were jumping on board to help with this film, and a lot of these special effects people in the area, you know, it's 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 work where you can get it. Yeah, you know, until you, know, you can name your price, you know, you you have to take what you're given. You know, it's interesting. I mean, there were a few scenes in in the film, like when they go through like the they get flushed. <laughs> All right, I remember, and I remembered that. I, I remembered I remembered more from this film than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> when flesh gets flushed, yeah, uh, with him and uh, uh, Dale and Jerkoff and uh, what's his face, the prince, the prince, uh, the uh, Timothy Dalton character. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, when they get flushed and they go down the pipe, and then they kind of um, you see inside the pipe, and then you see them swimming. like like swimming through. Uh huh. That was actually done really well. Um. And I compare it to Clash of the Titans. There's a scene <laughs> in Clash of the Titans where the Kraken is released for the first time, mm -hmm. and you see the one god, he's the underwater. And yeah, the guy with the beard, yeah. Yeah, you see, like, a little cutout of him. Oh, yeah. You actually see where it was, like, cut and spliced with, like, an X-Acto knife. It's like watching TIE Fighters in the original Star Wars. You can see the black squares around them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I'm watching this. And I'm like, it was done better in this. 
And that was no, made like and, eight years earlier. And speaking of the flush scene, which I know we're jumping ahead, folks, but at one point, uh, um, not Ming, uh, Emperor Wang. The Wang. Perverted, uh, <laughs> your ass holiness. Yes. Um, <laughs> your your protuberance. Protrub that's your protuberance. At the beginning, they dropped it later on in the film, I guess, because it was getting hard. But the one guy was like, nailing "Yeah, it, it was." Like, yes, your protuberousness. Um, but yeah, he he lures them into uh, a giant flush chamber. Now, at that point, the 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 hole opens up at the floor and shows the water. Right. I was glued to that floor, trying to think of how was this done on a shoestring budget. Yeah, exactly. I'm, and it's that, like it's it widening. So it was, was like, smooth this. too. The yeah. way way it opens up, where where it's going, opening more and more, where it gets close to the wall, where they get flushed down, it and was again, it was smooth. Nineteen seventy four. This is not computer graphics. No. This is you can tell computer graphics because they look like shit. Yeah. So some <laughs> kind of practical graphic they've done with green screen or whatever. And I'm I'm I, I'm watching it as like I can't figure out how they did this. This is insane. Uh, oh, now as as. And also, speaking of the special effects stuff, as a science fiction, uh, mystery science theater three thousand fan, right? Uh, Joel Hodgson, if, you know, like Bobby will know, like um, I forget they gave a name to his process, whatever it was. But he would take ordinary household objects and use that to make the things, and that's one thing they did uh, in making the miniatures in this film. There are a lot of scenes where you could look around and say, "Oh shit!" Like that's like a drinking glass. Yeah, <laughs> you know and. Uh, in, in, even inside um, the the spaceship, the giant penis they drive they fly off on. Uh, but you know, let's let's go start at the beginning. Let's start um, at the beginning. Uh, we get the crawl that says, uh, "Yes, uh, this is not this is uh, based on the Flash Gordon serials, but it is not Flash Gordon serials. It is a parody, you know, meant in the time of uh, recession. Don't sue us, please." And then it goes into some animated graphics. Uh, very 70s style yeah. um, underground comic book. Uh, I forgot who did the... I, I read who did the animation and I forgot already. Well, the TV spot, the 30-second the trailer that I found, uh -huh. it does a whole you know 30-second spot and at the end, it says Rated X and not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon. Right. They did get it cut down to an R. Yes, they did. Yes, and... Which and was the 78-minute version. Right, and part of that was because they got rated by the... Uh, I think it was the LAPD... <laughs> because uh, pornography was, was technically illegal, and uh, so it's so ha funny. They handed they handed all the they had gay and straight hardcore footage filmed, and they handed it over to the police. And <laughs> uh, for, from what I read, despite what anybody claims, there is no version out there that has actual hardcore footage. Yeah, I didn't. It doesn't look like it would either. No, exactly. It's like, uh, where would you cut that in? Uh, I, I'm sure there's a place you could, but they probably cut that down after they lost all their hardcore stuff. Yeah. So unlike Caligula, you, you're not getting the uh, the penthouse version. Nope, not at all. No, no. Um, and which which well, makes it kind of watchable. It's it's ironic. It's ironic that porn was illegal in L.A. and now it's the porn capital of the world. It still might be illegal. I don't know. No, it's it's totally legal there, and of all places, New Hampshire. Well, it's it's the way you read the laws and everything. I don't know, whatever. But uh, but so yeah, that lends to it too. So yes, and yeah, all the advertising would say, you know, not to be confused with like the movie poster. I think it says not Flash Gordon. Right, not to be which, confused with. Right, which which plays actually plays into the whole self parody of it because it's a very you well, know. Yeah. As most parody is, it's self-aware. Um, well, sure. I mean, porn these days, it just basically says, you know, uh, this is not Happy Days. 
triple right. X parody. I mean, they're yeah. they're saying this is not the Avengers triple X parody, exactly. and it's like right. that's right. the Hulk and that's Thor banging Black Widow. I mean, like it's right there. I can see Zyme like like now like seeing the those titles like what the fuck were these guys in the seventies? I could have used them. Yeah, right. Not not Flash Gordon, uh, but so if, if anybody familiar with the eighties Flash Gordon, uh, the first the opening shots of this the first see, the first uh, act of this film is a complete deja vu. It's crazy. Uh, right. So <laughs> it opens up with Flesh Gordon on a plane. He's uh, Professor Gordon's son. <laughs> Professor Gordon, of course, was played by uh, William Hoyt. Was it William Hoyt? It's Hoyt, the Hoyt guy. Uh, I think John you're Hoyt, John Hoyt. Is it John? Yes. John Hoyt, who's like a Western star. Yeah. He's been in stuff. So he, 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 played... he was old and probably needed the insurance. You know, hey, I'm not... Whatever he was just in the beginning as as uh, Professor Gordon, so no, he didn't get any no handies or anything right. like that. So Flush Gordon uh, meets up with Dale on the plane, and then they're hit by the sex rays. Yeah, from Planet Porno. Now, which is what happens in Flash Gordon, minus the sex rays, but the plane goes down because of right. it. Hang on, hang on. While Holly and I are watching it, she 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 she's like, "What was that? What is? Hold on. Are those are those wicker?" Seats in a plane? I'm, I'm looking at it. Yeah. There's a like wicker rattan seats. This is horrible. Later research, I found out that those are actually authentic um, wicker bench chairs from the actual airplane that that toy model is a model of. Oh my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> the one thing they did authentic in this film, and it looks fake as shit. <laughs> it's like they, you should have just put folding chairs. No one would have noticed. Now, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so there's that slap in the face. Like, I'm making fun of that. I'm like, oh, no, that's actually authentic. <laughs> they they actually put some thought into that. Yeah, yeah. I, it, who knows where they got them. But, uh, oh, God, uh, I didn't know this. I'm looking at the cast. Yeah. Did you know Craig T. Nelson provided the voice for the monster? I was going to get to that, yes. Holy shit. Uh, originally, uh, originally, the monster didn't have a voice. But when they filmed it, it was it, like the the face was so emotive. They decided they wanted to put uh, words to it, and so the monster everything. has my favorite line in the whole film, by the way. Which is, which is, uh, this my is the, this ass. is the uh, no, actually no? no, that's my second favorite. <laughs> but my first one is this is the Tower of Murder. This is where I hang out. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite line in the whole movie well my ass is my favorite because i remembered it from childhood oh like the minute it happened i was like holy shit i remember loving that part my <laughs> ass <laughs> because and i knew it was like oh yeah they're gonna shoot him in the ass i know that but i forget what happens and they said my ass I'm like oh yes that's my right. ass but you're right that is a good line too you know my favorite line in the entire film is what's that it's coming up shortly in our opening description. Uh, the plane crashes. Right. Uh, Flesh tries to steer it down because he was able to fight the sex rays, and um, but he 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 ends up bailing. Right. With, uh, with Dale. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> they dive out, and she uh, she gives him a blowjob while, while she's hanging from the. Uh, That's um, right. She's hanging parachute. from the parachute on the way down. You see her. Yeah. You know. And. And honestly, the, the 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 really awkward part is the weakest humor in the film is the sexual humor. It's really not good. 
it's really it's just like awkward. It's like yeah, you're, you're pushing it, and it's like I, I I'd be okay with half of the nudity in the film if they if they it was if it was just like in the background. Yeah. But uh, they, they they put so much attention towards it. Like yeah, this isn't working for me. <laughs> really, I you know, but so they land and then they're, they they bump into uh, Doctor Flexi Jerkoff. Yep. My favorite character, <laughs> and obviously the man who who should be wearing the uh, magic pasties. The magic pasties. Yes, I remembered that too. And uh, so they bump into him. And he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, come with me. You're, you're Gordon's son." <laughs> the, uh, they do use that as an ongoing line throughout the film. Oh, you're Gordon's son. <laughs> uh, Professor Gordon's son. Sorry. Uh, so he takes them back, just like in Flash Gordon. Just like in Flash Gordon, except they don't crash into the actual building. And he uh, shows them around, and then he asks them to come on the ship with him to fly out. And then they fly out, and they land on Porno. Planet Porno. Right. And oh, uh, when he, when they're first setting up, when Fla- Flesh Gordon walks in with two light bulbs in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where do these go? He's like, oh, uh, there, cabinet C. And uh, he walks over and he just puts them on the floor behind the thing. <laughs> yeah. And there's a. No, it was like, it's almost like they were like, like ad libbing after they filmed it because that one part is like, close that door over there. So I push that button. Say, Which button? <laughs> It's like this pause. He leans over there. That one. <laughs> what are we fucking doing here, guys? <laughs> but when they land, and, um, they, uh, well, they land because they're shot by the sex rays and they all have an orgy, so Dale's out of clothing. Um, and uh, Zarkov's like, I think I have something for you. And he pulls out that dress. Oh, right. Best line of the whole fucking film. So he holds up this, like, sleek net nightgown for her and says, uh, this was my mother's. <laughs> she was buried in it. <laughs> Fucking awesome. And I, I I, need to remember that and use that so at some point. At some point, I'm using that line because that's fucking awesome. Well, because, yeah. <laughs> so, because uh, you're, you're just, if I, I'm kind of, you're right because he got it back. <laughs> yeah. Well,. Again, if you start explaining it, that's not as funny. No, I know, <laughs> but it's like you can't you can't not go in that direction. It's like and that's like he one took of it many off reasons, her dead body. Yeah, one of many reasons why Zarkov is my favorite character. The other one is because it's it, the guy's probably in his twenties and he's playing an, like an older guy. Right. But somehow he pulls it off. It's Jerkoff. You said Zarkov. I meant Jerkoff. Sorry. <laughs> You're going back to the original uh, the original 1980 film, which is not the original film. Well, so I, I meant the the 1980 film, and it's right. Zarkov. It goes all the way back to the serials. I think it was around like uh, the, like the second act. I turned to Holly and just said, "You know, Queen soundtracks that what I remember it as." <laughs> but the soundtrack is actually not bad. It is no. a score. Well, I mean, they have uh, certain parts of the of the music to, to try and promote, you know, humor as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and that's actually where it fails. But when they're just like playing like background like, music, dun, it's supposed to be actual dun, music. Dun, dun, it's dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. They obviously had someone with some musical ability. Oh, Prince Precious, that was it. Prince, Prince Precious. Precious. Yeah. Oh, uh, I wonder where they're going with this. <laughs> well, they ran off the dikes, so. Well, and yeah. that's what he called them in the movie. That's not me. That is what they call them in the. Look at those yes. dikes. The lead um, dyke, of course, uh, Candy Samples. Yeah, that's right. Very famous porn star. Um, quite a few porn. Uh, uh, the the 
Dale, the Dale actress, Sus- Suzanne Fields. Right. Um, she uh, was a porn actress as well. You know, obviously, I mean, they worked in porn. They knew where they get girls. Well, yeah. Uh, I think I read her bio briefly, and it started out with daughter of a uh, of a of a Protestant minister or something like that. Something like, oh shit, daddy's mad. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she ran away from home, and guess what she did? <laughs> that's never. Yeah, that's always bad. I think like every other person in this. In I, th- I think also Jason Williams. I think that started out with uh, like he was like his father was a Protestant or something. I'm looking at her filmography. Flesh Gordon was the last thing she did. By the way, uh, so the the actor that plays Flesh Gordon, right? And IMDb is listed as Jason Williams. I do believe that he's actually uh, Jeffrey Williams. Only because while I was searching through stuff about the film and searching his name, I came up with an article about a Jeffrey Williams three years ago, a uh, stage performer, stage actor. In uh, I forget the name of the sh- show. It was like tripping around or something like that, uh, stumbling about. I can't remember the name, but uh, he had he had gone missing, and there was a big search for him, and they actually found him. And the picture they used next to him in that article right. is the exact same picture of Jason Williams on IMDb. Oh, there so you go. I, I got so yeah, he's still working, uh, or it's just the internet just fucked everything up. Suzanne Fields was in a movie called The Playmates as Gloria Clitoria. <laughs> Good name. Yeah. Oh, my I God. I also read somewhere that if you listen to the audio commentary DVD. Right. Uh, I forget what company released it, but there was like a special edition that was released. And uh, Zyme on the audio commentary uh, gives her real name. Oh, no kidding. Okay. It's like Christy something, I think. I forget. I, I don't feel like outing someone in pornography so i'm not doing that but uh that came out uh so yeah reading that and looking back and seeing that crossover with jason williams is like yeah maybe uh it might be the same guy yeah it might be yeah she made movies from 1969 to 1974 with flesh gordon being the last thing she did so she only made movies for five years and then quit once you've gone pro why go back you know, well, when they crash on porno, they run into Emperor Wang. Wang. And I think my the only thing I really like about him is he keeps calling, and I, I guess that's what they're actually called. But he keeps calling his foot soldiers dildos. <laughs> you dildos! Oh, get him, you dildos! <laughs> now this William Dennis Hunt, he looks familiar. Like I've seen him in other terrible bad movies. And actually, uh, uh, he's been in a couple other mainstream films as secondary characters. I, lo- I remember looking at him before. Um, yeah, he uh, nothing really big, uh, no headlining roles, but he has he has been like a big part in a couple other big films. Wow, he was in a short this year in 2019. Um, but yeah, when, when he first called them dildos, I was like, ah, oh, that's funny. And then the <laughs> second time was like, oh, I guess they're actually dildos. I mean, that's that's what they are. That's, they that's they never name. explained that, but I caught on because I pay attention. I can't help but look at this at William Dennis Hunt's um, resume of films. Mm-hmm. He's he's done some animated stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, now the the thing is, I wow. understand that that Emperor Wang is supposed to be made out to be Chinese or Japanese, well, or Oriental yeah. of some kind. Tagashi, come here. Um, but like as I'm watching faces. 
the more I watched uh, Jerkoff's face, yeah, I was like, is he actually like something? His eyes have like a, a strange, like not strange, but like the, like they almost shaped like he does have a bit of a of, of a different um, culture in him, other than white Anglo-Saxon, maybe. Uh, so it was just some of the makeup. I, I start everything started getting distorted halfway through the film. I'm like, and I'm sober. I'm like, this is just I I can't keep track of everything. I can't. Uh, everything looks like penises. The penisauruses, <laughs> which they 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 bump into in the caves That's when they're right. uh, penisauruses. Right. It's like this stuff is strange. I've never seen this before. It's like that's a sack. <laughs> You're walking in a giant sack. <laughs> I know that. What about that penis gun? <laughs> I like when he grabs the one guard and he puts it right to his mouth. Yeah. It's like, no, no, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I actually have a picture of the gun in the slideshow. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get a chance to do any slideshows off the movie, but honestly, anything you found of like promotional stills and stuff has got to be better quality than this film. Oh, Even I found the- a ton of stuff on IMDb. That's not yeah. my go-to place, but I grab at least 50 to 75 different slides just from IMDb now. They have all the production stills, like the movie posters, and that's behind what the I, pictures. I was able yeah, to get some miniatures. Stuff. I was able to get some behind-the-scenes, uh, some special effects shots of people yeah, working I, with the miniatures. I was able to get a bunch of that stuff. Actual stills from the film? Grainy as shit? Even without, you know, it's it's 70s. Yeah. It's not it's not But IMDb has some like I'm looking at a shot right now in the slideshow. It's crystal clear. I, I saw a couple of them on there I was like I need that for my collection. Yeah, <laughs> please please email me the slideshow when you're done with uh some sometime this week. Do you want the slides or the slideshow? The slides. Okay, you got yeah, it. Yeah, if you could mail I think you still I think you still need you to send me the slides from the last episode too. Oh, yeah, I do. I can do that. Yeah. No, 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 no rush. I'm just mentioning it. Just got to remind me or else I'm going to forget. I need a copy of Flush Gordon. Oh. You sent me the link. I didn't use it in time. My bad. Um, well, how'd you watch the movie? I watched it on your Plex. Oh, fine. Well, I need a copy for my Plex. Got it. I actually yeah. found a better copy than the one that I have on my Plex that I'm going to oh, cool. replace with. It's clearer, and it it's an actual widescreen format, whereas the oh, one on really? Plex is like, like it's uh, not non-anamorphic. That must be from the uh, the special edition they released. I don't know, but it's it's an actual widescreen version of the movie. Very nice, very yeah, nice, very nice. Great success. Um, no, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, very nice. <laughs> no, sure you are. Um, You're in I Texas mean, now. I mean, the whole film is kind of a muddle, so it's hard to track it like storyline wise. Once they get onto Mongo, I do like every time Porno. Flesh Flesh Gordon gets mad, and they do a close up of his face where he goes, "Yeah." Arr. And I, I especially liked when, um, and this is like stuff I, I honestly, I feel like they re, they need to redo this film. This film needs a reboot. Flesh Gordon. F- Flesh Gordon, uh, an R-rated, but dial back on the sex, forward on the comedy, do a reboot of this film, get the fucking uh, South Park guys to do it. Oh. <laughs> and it, oh, you know what? Make it a sequel to Orgasmo. I don't care. Sure. But, the, like, so many parts of this, like, you know what? If the South Park guys are doing this, there'd be so many layers to this humor. Absolutely. Well, they could call it Orgasmo 2 Flesh Gordon or thank you, thank s- something guys, like t- that. Steal, steal that idea. We won't sue. Fucking run with it, please, for the love of God. I know you listen to the show. Um, <laughs> we know it. And I, I think it hit me in that scene in the flush chamber or so, uh, because when the lights go on and then Wang comes up on the giant TV screen, and then when they show the four people, uh, 
Dale, Flesh, Jerkoff, and Precious. Um, a Jerkoff and Precious have to hold back Flesh, and he's like, like he's gonna fight that screen. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's he literally he's like he's like, <laughs> gonna I bite just, that screen. It's such a it's such a quick cut that it's almost like like they didn't even bother to, to focus in on that aspect of it. That this guy is so right. stupid and so filled with hate that he's gonna attack the fucking monitor. <laughs> I want to see a I want to see a different different version of that scene. I, I, you know, don't change. They they need to remake films from this time period, and. I, it's got to be like a like a new kind of like challenge where all right you've got the same budget, but you're a famous but modern time so that's going to go a lot less, and you need to you're not allowed to change any like scenes. You can change dialogue, you can change like aspects of them, but it has to have the same scenes. You have to you, you can do them differently, right. but each scene has to actually exist in your copy. Do it. Go. <laughs> That's how King Kong should have been made. You mean the Peter Jackson 2005? Yeah. Yeah. yeah not let's just do a five hour epic of it. It was like, no, no, do the same fucking film. Just, just, you know, show us how you can do it better. Don't just make it longer and epic. Fuck you. <laughs> and I think this film is a perfect, perfect, um, my fucking eyes. I, I, this film is like a perfect, uh, my eyes are burning after watching this film. It's, it's burning. Uh, remember when he fights the three savages? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> of course, my 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 uh, pre-adolescent brain memory is burbling in the back. So when he says he sends him in the room, and uh, what what what's her name? Uh, Queen Amora is like, oh, if he survives, he belongs to me. <laughs> uh, and then they show the three doors, and I turn to Holly. Says, I know what happens. Three like uh, African savages come out of those doors. <laughs> <laughs> and then the doors open, and it's like three weird-looking savage lesbians with strap-ons. And I, 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 I turn to my wife and say, "I am so fucking racist." <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where that changed in my mind, but no, that's wrong. That is wrong. It's very wrong. You were very wrong. Very, very wrong. Maybe I just assumed the worst because it was the '70s. I don't know because because uh, there, there are no other black actors in this movie. Let's be honest. You know, you know what's interesting, and, and since we're talking about adult cinema and whatnot, I'm right, right? There are oh. no other black actors in this film. Uh, just the chick. Which, which chick? There was the chick. Oh, oh that's right, the lesbian. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. The, the one lesbian. Yeah, the big lesbian scene. Where she's, she's the going through, and she's like, "Okay, good. I like what you do oh, with yeah, your nipples she's there." The yeah. <laughs> With her, like, uh, turn around for me. Ah, oh, yes, very nice. Smacking her butt, and then she gets uh, to the black chick. She's like, Ah, yes, very nice. You will do, and then you'll do. You will do just fine. So then she takes her, and then she's uh, see, she's see having that, scene, uh, that lesbian scene with Dale. See, see, and that's like a scene where I felt I, I was like, Oh, you know what? The Perils of Gwendolyn was m much more sophisticated than this. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how fucked is that? Yeah, is a thought. I shouldn't be thinking that. I shouldn't be thinking Paris of Gwendolyn. Now there was a film. <laughs> the fuck. Uh, but but um, why? Oh why? I, I want to hear the conversation. I want to know who it was that said. And I also want to know who who said yes. I agree. Who said yeah? Uh, the, um, the 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 dyke queen in the in the sewer um, that's rebelling against Wang. Uh, she should have an eye patch on her tit. 
Whoever I, that is should be know. slapped. Modern day should be slapped just once, not too hard, but enough so they can have a sting. Yeah, you might give fucking Howard say, Zyme a stroke if you smack him hard enough. Right. I, I don't think it was his idea originally. I think, I, I don't know. I can't be. I am, I'm going to give a little credit. But uh, <laughs> if it was him, maybe just like shake the finger at him. Say, no, bad Zyme. No. Bad. What the fuck was I? I'm like, why, why does she have an eye patch on her tit? <laughs> like, and it's not even covering the whole tit. No, I know. It's like, like if I had an eye patch and it's just covering the eyelid and the eye's still there. Well, what's going on here? If you want to showcase the breasts, don't put an eye patch on one of them. Yeah, true. Yeah, I get it. I get it. She's like a pirate queen because she has a hook and a metal leg. All right, we're okay there. And a metal leg. You had to give her a metal tit if you want to get fancy. Don't put an eye patch on it. <laughs> oh, and my God. You can't convince me that wasn't an eye patch. Or a tit patch. Oh, it was I definitely guess. something. But as a tit patch, it's not a good patch. No. Well, again, no. it didn't fully cover the. You, how, how could you fully cover that? Candy samples. Am I right, folks? Come on. Can't. Yeah, I know. What are yeah. we talking about? Double D's? Jeez. Samples? That's the whole fucking box. <laughs> no, wait. That's a different. Never mind. Different. Totally I'm not, different. No, I'm not going to go there. Don't, um, don't go there. Yeah, but. And, and that whole scene was after. Um, after Amora saved. Flesh Gordon, um, and then she had sex with him, and then she died in a crash, and she gave him the magic pasties, but uh, his clothing was all gone, so he wore... I understand him putting on Princess Amora's dress. Queen Amora, sorry. Queen Amora's dress. I get that. But why did he put on the headdress? Who the fuck knows? I, 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 I don't I, know. I actually asked Holly. I said, I understand him putting on the dress. Why is he wearing the whole head thing? And she, of course, said, well, you know, you don't break up the ensemble. <laughs> you just and don't. Well, that's why I watched them with her, because she understands things I don't. There you go. You don't break up the ensemble. Exactly, you, yeah. So you don't do it. Man, I just love every time in the film where it's like, jerk off. <laughs> jerk off. You know, that's like the one sophomore humor in this film that actually just nails it for me. I, I, I don't know why. I just love jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they they sneak back into the uh, into uh, the castle. I forget if they called anything specific, and uh, and they break up the party. They break up the wedding where Dale was being forced to marry. Uh, uh, right, where they walk into a full on orgy. Oh well, the orgy. Yeah, like he, when he's like proposing to her and everything, and like there's or the orgies all around them. Was like, uh, is anybody paying attention here? Is anybody listening? I mean, I have, a, I have, I have an audience here. Can can you take the cock out of your mouth and just listen to what I'm saying? Come on, <laughs> what the hell? Um, but they break up the wedding, if I'm not mistaken. They do, and then, and that's when they they bump into the les uh, the the lesbians, uh, the dykes, and that's when they're saved by uh, Prince Precious and the uh, and uh, the. Uh, uh, Robin Hood's Merry Men. Merry, yeah. Uh, which is the same as. What did he say? He, he he. They said they lived in the foreskin or something like that. Uh, oh, at that point, I stopped. I listened to sex puns. Yeah, I think he said yeah. something like uh, instead of forest, it was foreskin. <laughs> yeah, that was around the same time he said that uh, Wang lost his um, Wang lost his manhood to a a, a penis flytrap. Yeah, penis. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna tune that stuff out now. I hit a saturation level. 
I can't take anymore. That's right. So every and from now on, I'm just watching graphics and listening to the dialogue that does not involve sex puns because I am at my fill. There you yeah. I was here, and I can't go higher than here because I can't see it. Yeah. <sighs> right. And then uh, uh, the prince blows. Um, well, yeah, the, the, because he's, uh, he get, his life is saved by Prince Precious, and Flesh Gordon says, is there anything I can do to repay you? And then Prince Precious puts his hand on his shoulder, and the next shot is Flash Gordon yeah. staring straight up into the ceiling, going, what the fuck did I get into, as they pan by, because he's obviously being blown is by it just me? Prince does Precious. It almost, does it almost look like his face is superimposed on somebody else? Almost. It looked weird. It, it does look weird. I, 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 It's almost like it's not that actor. It's like, yeah, you know, you can do that and put my face over on it later. I don't know if, what... Uh, if if we had more footage, we might be able to know if that was true or not. It just really looks fake to me. Or but I just want to. They just use this stunt double or something, and because exactly. they pan quickly. I just want to underline, my my childhood brain, remember that fucking scene. Oh God! I was like, oh yeah, yeah, where Flesh gets a blowjob. I remember that scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what you, you remember that. Clear as day, I remember that. Yeah, as a child. Yeah, and then when 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 they pan over to jerk off, and the other guy's trying to grab his ass, and he's slapping his hands away. He's, no, no, please, yeah, no, stop. no, 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 no. Yeah, I, don't. I remember that too. My I childhood brain. That's how twisted. That's how Scott got twisted. Just, <laughs> it's also in the subconscious. This movie brought it up, and I was like, oh fuck, yeah, that's what went wrong. That's how it happened. That's where it all went wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what went wrong. The eighties. This wasn't made in the eighties, but that's when I saw it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you, uh, Joey. Thanks uh, for bringing back past you're, you're welcome. I mean, you're the one that wanted to stay in 1974, and I just obliged. Yeah, but I thought you'd be like challenging me to something different. No, I didn't think you'd go Flesh Gordon. No, I needed to I, do. I needed. I needed to do this. This is one of those I, movies. If we're doing this, you are correct. I'm not arguing that. If we're all doing gotta, this, we're doing movies like this. All, all I got to say, I should have had a premonition where you kept saying, "Hey, Scott, how come you didn't do a screenshot of the soapy breasts in uh, Zardoz?" I was like, ah, you know, I didn't want to do anything too sexual. I was like, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> it's like Joey's like, oh, you don't want breasts? I'll give you breasts, motherfucker. There's a whole lot of them. Yeah. Um, Although I will say the soapy breast scene was way more sexual than probably most scenes in this entire film. Oh, there's nothing sexual in this film. If I uh, if I had to pick a sexy moment out of this film, oh, I can't. I can't think. I, I can't think of one. Like no. most seventies porn, I can't think of a sexy scene from this film. <laughs> there is so much wrong with seventies porn. There's so much wrong with the seventies, really. Yeah, the seventies. Uh, yeah. No, no. Um, but eighties uh, porn, way better. Yeah, so so they they fly back because uh, uh, Jerkoff figures out a way to use the magic paces to blow up the sex ray. Uh, there's actually a plot to this film. You can actually follow it. There's actually shit going on. Um, it doesn't feel yep. that way when you're watching it, but then later on when you think back, so, oh wow, there's actually like three or four like uh, plot twists here, <laughs> uh, and they fly back. Uh, oh right. And they um, they're sabotaged by some influ- uh, some traitor. Yeah, uh, one of Prince and, Precious's guys. Yeah, and so the weirdest part of the film for me was the one guy is handing out the umbrellas because they use umbrellas instead of like parachutes. Yeah. And so then while they're floating down with the parrot with the umbrellas, like they keep talking back and forth like, Oh, too bad for the other guy. Uh, what happened to the other guy? We didn't have enough umbrellas. Oh no. And it's like, <laughs> well, okay. 
Uh, are we just trying to explain? It seems like a weird dialogue to put in there just to explain, like, oh, we forgot that there was five guys on the ship, not four. Yeah, we only had four umbrellas. It's like this isn't a real film where, like, you know, someone's gonna say, "Hey, aha! I found a, I found an error in your film." Yeah, there's, there's, they're using fucking penis guns. No one gives a shit. No. But like, they, they used a lot of that dialogue, and I, if it was meant to be humorous, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm assuming it, that's what they were going for. They were going for humor. I guess, but it just didn't hit. And if they were just trying to explain away a plot hole, dude, you fucking started a half hour too late. <laughs> Even an hour. I'm sorry, an hour too late. Let me. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, so they they end up floating down to Porno again, and that's when they sneak in, and that's when they get uh, suckered into the flush room. That's right. right. I, you know, and it's amazing how this movie was. The flush room. It's amazing how this movie was 90 minutes. So right. that's now, a long time. Was it 78. You 78 have, is the- 78 is the original R-rated cut. When we watched the 91. Yes, we watched the uncut version. I do believe, I, I read in some places that uh, the film did not have credits. Credits, And I have a feeling that might have been the 78-minute version. There's no way credits went on for 12 minutes. No, no, but part of it might have been that. I mean, it could be. They didn't put any sex scenes back in, that's for goddamn sure. Well, I'm sure a lot of them were taken out to get that I- R rating. No, no, no. What I'm saying is they were never put back in, is what I'm saying. The 90-minute version doesn't have any hardcore either. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure it was originally 90 minutes. It was cut to 78, no, and no, then... No. What? The special edition is 90 minutes, yeah. right? The no. uncut special edition. Right. The uncut special edition doesn't have any fucking hardcore scenes in it. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, we're talking about run times. Right. Which run time do you have on your Plex? 90. Right. Did you see any porn? No. It's longer than 78 minutes, right? Yes. I think the credits are one of the things they put back in the cre- director's cut. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> one of the things had to be the credits because one article specifically stated uh, they did not have credits in the film because bl- no one wanted to be connected to the film. <laughs> so maybe later they were like, yeah, who cares? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But, I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. I don't know that for a fact. That's my fe- That's my gut feeling. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's 12 minutes, but I'm, I'm saying that's no, a part of it. I mean, maybe, maybe uh, three or four minutes. Don't get minutes. me wrong. If, if this, this film cut down to 78 minutes, uh, would be better. I'm sure <laughs> there's, there's, uh, I know some places I would trim a trim little, a little just a little. I would leave the intermission though. Cause I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why does this movie even have an intermission? <laughs> it was like a one minute intermission too. Yeah. Yeah. You know the other film uh, I like that has an intermission? What's that? Night of the Dawn of the Son of the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Night of the Day of the Dawn of the Son of the Bride yeah. of the... and that's a five-second intermission. Do, do Could we ever review that? No. It was never shown theatrically, so... Yeah, no, we couldn't. There's nothing to review. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's just a parody. All you can do is tell someone you got to watch this. That's it. I've yeah. told plenty of people, you need to watch this. Yeah. Someone, someone dubbed over Night of the Dawn of the Night of the Living Dead, and that's it. That's right. it. They dubbed over it and cut out half of the shit. They basically did MST3K mixed with Mad Movies. Yeah, and it was right. a bunch of guys from Jersey that did it. Oh, those fucking people from Ah, fuck Jersey. God damn it. Um. Wow. Anyway, I still live here. <laughs> I, 
I know. I'm coming up in September. I know. I know. I know you know. I'm driving 24 hours straight to come up there. I actually, I'm the idiot. I actually had a conversation about uh, my like me coming in November, and it's like, well, you're going to fly? I'm like, I'm probably going to drive. And they just all, like three people all at the same time look at me like, what? <laughs> it's only a 24-hour drive. I told them, I go, I'll drive 12, stay at a hotel, drive another 12. There, I'm done. If I leave sat if I leave Saturday, I'll be there Monday morning. Tell them we did it with two ferrets, three cats. No, two ferrets and four cats in the back. If we did that with that many fucking wild animals, you can do it solo. I yes. 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 I don't have a problem with uh, driving. I do have a problem with flying. Well, hey. I've even looked into taking a train and that's no. 50 hours. No. There's no, just 50 no 50 hours. There's and it no costs way. like three times as much. Uh, no, it actually only costs two hundred and sixty bucks, which is less than the plane ticket to da- to Dallas. Round trip, huh? It cheaper, is round round trip. It's cheaper. No, it's two sixty round trip by train. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's cheaper for the round trip. I'm just clarifying that we're talking round trip, not one way. That's Correct. All. We're talking round trip. Right, because round trip, so they cost you around four hundred. Uh, plane tickets. I saw one as, as low as two ninety, but that's before fees and luggage and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, if you fly, if you fly like the airlines where they charge you extra for like seats, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to come up a little bit. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't uh, even get into that. It might cost me. I'd rather, I'd rather fly in the penis ship. Yeah, I mean, it might cost me a hundred and twenty dollars in gas I, to get I to you read... each way. Uh huh. Two hundred forty bucks on gas. Yeah. Back and forth. I can handle that. You can handle that. You know what you're coming to, coming to see. You you can handle that. I, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. uh, speaking of penises. Yes. Um, I'm all uh, the ears. penisauruses in the first act. Yes. I did read something where the special effects artists that the penisauruses we see on the screen are actually the second version because the first version of them were too realistic or too <laughs> or too close to the original source. That they were uncomfortable animating them. Oh, they used they used true. models of some sort. I'm just saying. All I heard was that the first version of the Penosaurus, the special effects artists thought, were too penis-like for them to comfortably animate. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I read it. That's uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Hey, I'm okay with the Penosaurus. What threw me off is the was the gold was the metal bird. Yeah, that was weird. What the fuck was that? I don't know. I, Holly and I both like, what, 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 what does, you know what? Because it was like a non-sexual thing that came out. It looked very MST3K. Uh, it, what's his face? And I was um, like, it was almost like, all right, it's like they would just want to get one more Harryhausen special effect here, and they couldn't think of something that like rhymed with penis. <laughs> I, I, what's what's going? I, and then, and then he just like beats it with a. <laughs> Oh yeah, what and, like a bag then, or a bag that on he, fire or something? For low budget porn, him fighting that thing was probably better special effects than fucking Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, I it was more seamless the the, the animation versus like real life person. I believed he was beating a golden bird to death with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like an early version of Crow. I wonder if anyone ever brought that up. Yeah, I mean, um, or you know. Uh, MST3K borrowed from it. Who knows? I mean, it just 
I I don't I don't think Crow is an intentional descendant of the bird creature. No, probably Black not. Park. But it looked very similar. That is a vicious rumor, and I am the person that will spread it. <laughs> uh, thank you for giving that to me. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that 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 part threw me off just because there was at least with um, the 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 uh, the porno god, they like Wang sets it up saying, "Yeah, you're the porno god. You're you know saying." So we know he embodies uh, sexual deviancy, so he doesn't have to look like a penis. He can just like run around in his cloven hooves and said, "Yes, the the torture uh, tower. The, uh, was it the violence tower? Torture tower? It was the tower of murder. Tower of murder. The tower of murder. It's where I <laughs> hang out. <laughs> oh my god, my favorite line is the tower of murder. Uh, he, when he awakens, the first thing he says, he goes, "Oh boy." Man, do I love murder. <laughs> That's the first thing he says. <laughs> and then he, he picks her up and he goes, We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be close friends. This is the Tower of Murder. It's where I hang out. All I can see <laughs> is Craig T. Nelson hunched over a microphone. Uh, this is my Tower of Murder. <laughs> my ass. <laughs> Oh my God! A very young Craig T. Nelson, by the way. I mean, oh, sure I, what was he like? Mid his twenties, maybe, maybe late twenties at the time. I said that too. He was born in nineteen forty-four. People. Yeah, so he was thirty years old. Right, thirty. He was thirty years old. Thirty, yeah. He trying to get, like a, trying to get work. Well, I'm saying he wasn't like, like you know, nineteen, twenty-year-old Craig T. Nelson is stumbling upon the scene. He was fucking thirty. Yeah, he was trying All to right? get work. Uh, he did I not really hit it big. I think until probably Poltergeist. Maybe a little before that, but I very vividly remember him from Poltergeist and oh, too, being yeah. a recognizable actor. Oh, God, don't make me look at this up. Oh, this is like a sidetrack I was not ready for. Well, Hang we're, we're going right, to do it. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Hold on. Um, Mary Tyler Moore, Charlie's Angels, Wonder Woman, uh, Private Benjamin... I don't remember him from Project Benjamin. Uh, oh, yeah, he was in Stir Crazy. Who did he play in there? I don't remember He him. was one of the wardens. Or the deputy, deputy ward, Wilson. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the guys. Yeah, I remember that. That's not where I remember him from. Private um, Benjamin. That was with uh, Goldie Hawn, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was the movie version, not the TV show they made after the fact. Yeah, uh, uh, and you know what? He might have had like a, a following after he did that, after he did Stir Crazy. But you know he, what? He, uh, it's got to be no. Poltergeist. It's Poltergeist. It is Poltergeist. He didn't have a following after Stir Crazy. He yeah. did a lot of um, he did a lot of TV show like one shots, uh, and a lot of TV movie stuff. Right. Uh, Paper Dolls, Murder in Texas. Poltergeist is the first big thing he was in. And after that, you move the tombstones, but you never move the bodies. <laughs> Before, after, before, after, before. <laughs> That's what I remember. And I remember oh, vividly shit. when I was a kid, them smoking pot. And it was like, just like yeah. it should be now, no <laughs> fucking big deal. Yeah. It's like... Well, they didn't have the kids in the room. I mean, come on. Well, no, but I'm like, they. it was very just nonchalant. Oh, shit. He was actually in a few episodes of the Private Benjamin TV show, too. Oh, God. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, was he uh, the same uh, Colonel Hogan, Captain Braddock? Yes. Yeah. Huh. 
What, they're two separate characters? Well, in the movie, he was Captain William Woolridge. He did not reprise that character in the TV show. He played two different people in the TV show. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on. He was in an episode of Captain's Helper where he's... He... His... His title is Captain Braddock. Okay. Oh, and Captain Hogan. uh, Colonel Hogan. So, yeah, it's not the same character from the movie. Oh, all right. Which is weird. Unless he he looks different, that's weird. He was in the Osterman weekend, which I remember watching and uh, like be like befuddled. Oh, that's that uh, what's his face? That's um, he just died. Uh, shit! Why can't I fucking think of his name? Rucker Howard is in that, right? Rucker Howard, yeah, yeah. That's a Peckinpah film. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and it's a complete fucking mess. Um, it's based on a novel too, which I read, and it has very little bearing. Oh. Uh, it's, ugh, it's just fucking everything about it is fucking weird. But I forgot he was in the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, like after, after um, Poltergeist, he was in the Killing Fields, Silkwood, Osterman Weekend. Oh yeah, he totally uh, got famous after Poltergeist. Poltergeist Two, and let's not forget Action Jackson. Eat the worm. Action the most, Jackson. The, the most disturbing Craig T. Nelson you will ever see. <laughs> Troop Beverly Hills, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. I, I hate that movie. Oh, I like Turner and Hooch. Mm-mm. That was that was like one of those films where I realized I was being manipulated. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking dog. Enough. <laughs> Enough. And I don't like Tom Hanks as a straight man. Wow. Yeah, no. No, Tom Hanks is not a straight man. Don't do it. <laughs> Especially to a dog. When you're playing straight man to a dog, okay, Jim Belushi, fine. That's the best you're going to do. Go for it. But Tom Hanks? No. Tom Hanks is not straight. Well, that man was the be- that was the beginning of Tom Hanks starting to do more serious stuff, even though Turner and Hooch had no, no, elements of, of comedy. He's not serious. He's straight man to a fucking dog. It's a comedy. Well, yeah. He is straight man to a dog. Let's well, then, just say what it is. Then after Tom Hanks won his Oscar in, what, 92, 93 for uh, Philadelphia, that was mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. I don't I can't even think of a comedy he made after that. He's done comedy stuff, like on TV and stuff. But, yeah, movies, he's pretty movies, much stuck. Yeah. He does serious roles, but he, he's able to inject humor into them. Yeah. Like dog. like they tried to do with um the uh uh the bridge movie, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies, yeah. He kind of plays a humorous angle to that. That I you know I wasn't not a fan of the film, so of course it's not going to work for me. No. Um, but it's but a anyway, Spielberg Flesh, film, so. Flesh Gordon, by the way. He's all in with Spielberg. Flesh Gordon. Uh yeah, they uh they they shoot they shoot the um uh, sex god Craig T Nelson. With uh, a, a laser attached to the magic pasties, and he falls onto Emperor Wang, and uh, and not, then, not uh, but not before he goes, oh shit, oh and then, shit, and falls and off. Then, um, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. My favorite part of um, Flesh uh, Wang is when Flesh Gordon starts beating him. <laughs> what, the, what is he? I, oh, I didn't write it down, but because I, I, I was losing it. He sort of gets your yellow hands off of her. <laughs> you, 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 uh, rat jap. Uh, and then like, a bunch of others, like, this is, is this a Batman serial? This is wow. <laughs> this is, uh, 
And I, I say that for people that may not be in the know, there's the first Batman serials ever involved them against this Japanese kingpin. And the, the, the edited versions are the ones you can watch now. But the original versions, he, he Batman says things like, take that, you rat Jap. <laughs> can we? Can you get the unedited uh, versions of those? You can get them, but I'm yeah. saying like if like if you get get if you get them through traditional means nowadays. Oh, more likely if you pay not, money for them, edited version. But the original <laughs> unedited versions are fucking hilarious because they're so racist. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Take that, you rat jap is my favorite, but I know there's like, uh, like, like that narrator is like, the yellow menace rises over the sky of, of Gotham. <laughs> it's just really <laughs> bad shit. You know, so I, I think that it, it, again, this movie is smarter than it appears to be because when he does that, it's, it's, it's almost a direct reference to that kind of stuff in the serials back then. Right. I almost feel like that was a parody of Batman doing that. Because you got these older guys doing porn and directing this. It's like, yeah, I remember back in the serials, we were like, yeah, Rat Jap with Batman. Hey, let's put that in there. It's <laughs> it's almost line for line. <laughs> Get your yellow hands off her, you Rat Jap. And he says I think, a couple other things that are extremely racist. But, uh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, I mean, have we exhausted uh, this movie? Uh, you know, I didn't take notes like I had planned to, but I really feel like I've mentioned everything that came to I mind. I don't really it. take notes anymore. I do occasionally. Because I just I don't have time practice. for it. I just don't. Uh, yeah, but, you know, sometimes I really I want to... Like, when I'm watching something, I know is going to be, like, layered. Right. Uh, I was like, like when we were watching, like, Island, um, It's Alive, I was like, all right, all right, this is, uh, this is Cohen. I'm going to make sure I take notes here because this is important. Uh, this I went into it not thinking I need notes, but halfway through I thought, ah, oh, shit, I should be taking notes because there's some like fucking second level shit here going on that I don't even know if it's intentional. <laughs> but I really think the film is smart, a bit smarter than it appears to be because it's a soft core porn from the '70s. Right. Uh, but you had a lot of talent working on this. Again, Rick Baker being involved in special effects in this film alone tells you the kind of talent that was just like diving in because. It was a sci-fi film being shot in Los Angeles and, you know, was hiring low pay. And people were like, all right, any work's good work. But these are people that were in the industry. It shows there are there are glimmers of intelligence and there are there. Are, and again, like the sets and there's a lot of fucking time put in the sets and the miniatures. And, yeah, they're funny, but they're supposed to be funny. But at the same time, I've seen real porn films that don't even like try. Right. This yeah. film really tries, and uh, also the um, I forget if it was Michael Benavista, Benavista or the producer. I think it was Benavista went on to make the porn version of um, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, is that Alice in Wonderful Land? I think it's. I, I think is it was that that one? Alice in Wonderland because it was public domain. I thought it was Santa Alice in Wonderful Land. It's not on his. Uh, it's not on his resume. It might have been the producer then. It might have been Os uh, Orca. Oh, Osco. Osco, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Orca. I think it was Osco that went on to um, produce that. Let's find out. Um, Monica. Yes. Daughter Alice of Mona. 
1976, Alice in Wonderland, uh, an X-rated, X-rated musical, musical fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, you know, I, Alice in Wonderland is, I, I think, is public domain. I could be wrong. Okay, I'm wondering. I could have sworn that there was an Alice in Wonderful Land. There probably is. Oh, I'm sure there is. But I'm just saying, I, I I knew that this was just called Alice in Wonderland. I think maybe, it's maybe I'm domain. just wrong. I think it's public domain. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Hmm. Yeah, nothing's coming up for Alice in Wonderful Land. So maybe it is just the one you're talking about. Well, I know it is because I just looked it up on IMDb. But uh, there might have been another one. I don't but, uh, think so. God, I love the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did Alice in One in, in One, and the the sixth option that comes up on, uh, I think I'm on Bing. I apologize. Is this Alice in Wonderland public domain? Uh... Public domain. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, the original book, was published in the 1860s and has long since lapsed the public domain. It can be, be freely used and reproduced. Disney's movie version and any images from it will not lapse in the public domain uh, at all. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm corrected. That's why they didn't change the title, because it's public domain. And I would probably say the same thing for um, Wizard of Oz. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Yeah, uh, that entered the public domain in 1938, back when they had much more lax laws on public domain. These days, it's extremely hard for anything made to lapse the public domain. Um, it's it's I, I think it's like a thing of the past at this point. I could be wrong, but you know. I'm looking at the uh, what we were able to watch was the DVD of Flesh Gordon, uh-huh. and apparently, on August 27th, two days ago, Flesh Gordon got a Blu-ray release. Really? Two days ago. Holy shit! Released on we Blu-ray. Are, man, we are on the edge of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. We uh. So if you're listening to this, you may want to check out the Blu-ray. That's right. I had zero fucking idea that this was being released on Blu-ray. What do you know? Look at that shit. There's a picture of the packaging, which ironically is the DVD cover that I used, the poster that I used to start off the slideshow. Wow, look at that. That is a much better cover than the movie probably deserves. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Holy crap. I guess how long before uh, it's on uh, digital? Probably very fairly soon. Possibly. Possibly. But just two days ago, just two days ago, it was released on Blu-ray. Holy shit. As always, we are ahead of the curve. That's right. Uh, welcome That's... to the... We are the Bellwethers. That's all there is to it. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go ahead and rate this thing. Currently, um, right now, it sits at a 4.7 on IMDb. 
I don't have a problem giving this a solid five. Um, yeah. I think I, I, below a five would kind of shortchange shortchange the good things that it does. You know what? The reason it deserves a five is that while we were watching it, at least three or four times, I was like, "That's actually good." Yeah. Done. Yeah. So you know, five. And and it is a historical film. It is a very major. Uh, I believe Zyme was was uh, got a Hugo Award for this, for best like parody or something. Oh really? Wow. Or at least a nomination, but I thought he got an award. Uh, and this film is, uh, he he actually is in the um, uh, I I don't know if there's a pronunciation for it, but it's like the X-rated cinema organization. Like he's inducted into their Hall of Fame. Oh okay, well, that makes uh, and sense. He, and and he was one of their um, he was inducted into their membership as like a I don't know Grand Wizard or something. Grand Wizard. Uh, <laughs> The equivalent in the, the Grand Poobah. Whatever that is. And nothing to do with uh, Founding racism. Father. Founding Father. Not a Founding Father, but he's like on the board. He's like, he votes. He's like, he's in the Academy. Board of Members. Yeah, something like that. But with all that in mind, yeah, I think five is fair. Five is, I think, very fair. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, do you have a challenge for me, sir? I do. And I'm, I was having trouble narrowing it down because I was like, all right. So. Do we stay in 1974? Oh, fuck yes. Okay. Because because you didn't go in any directions I expected you to. <laughs> and uh, um, now, now, 74, I just want to mention, we did already review Phantom of the Paradise. We did. That's already covered. It's already covered. Yeah. and uh, I think we actually reviewed another film from 74 as well. Uh, uh, I'm glad before the new format. Before the new format? Yeah. Probably. Now, one film that I would love to talk about, but I don't think we should review on the show because it's too good, in my eyes, is uh, The Taking of Pelham 123. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, Robert Ed, Shaw. Oh, by right. By yeah. the way, Death Wish. We reviewed Death Wish. We did Death Wish, too. Yes. Yes. With We've also... Did we review The Groove Tube, or did we just talk about it? No, we reviewed that piece We of did shit. review yes. The Groove Tube. Yeah, yeah. So that's and another I, film from 74 yeah. that we've oh. already done. I watched that whole fucking piece of shit for this show. Yes, uh, definitely. Um, now, now there, there, there's, um, there are a couple of iconic films from this period that I think we should review. Um, I'm not going to mention them. Okay. But I wanted to lean more towards. Uh, I, I have basically I, I have three options. Okay. Sorry, Takashi, come here. Shut the fuck up. Stupid cat. Um, I wow. want to go into the disaster film area. Okay. So, okay. I mean, there's two guesses that I've mentioned every three. time you've challenged me. There are three, three? There are three major disaster films in 1974. Uh, well, I know two of, of them. which are worthy. Okay. I know two of them off the top of my head. What are the two off the top of your head? Well, it's obviously Airport, 1975. Right. Now... That's, is that the one where they go underwater? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I I thought it was, but I might be wrong. Uh, no, that's not the one. That That's a bit later. And the other is Earthquake. Earthquake, right. Now, there's a third major one. Oh, wait. Is that uh, the volcano one? No. No, then I'm thinking Dude, of a different year. Towering Inferno. 
Oh, anybody. Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno. Right. Is that, is that my challenge? I don't know. Now, hang on. If I wanted to follow the route you took with Flesh Gordon, I would challenge you to Emmanuel. Yeah. Beginning of the whole series. I don't want to fucking review Emmanuel. I don't either. I don't want to watch any more softcore pornography with my wife. <laughs> if I'm watching pornography with my wife, it's going to be hardcore, possibly uh, interracial. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I don't want to review any films from 1974 that were really good. You know, I don't want to do Blazing Saddles. I don't want to do Godfather 2 because I haven't seen it and I'm not looking forward to it. Well, you'd I have love to Chinatown. see the first film. We've talked about Chinatown. Yeah. Did we review Chinatown? We did not review Chinatown. No, we talked about it. We've I, talked I, about it. I revisited it. And I, I don't want to do like Young Frankenstein and shit like that because there's no, nothing. No, I honestly think we got two, maybe three more movies and we're moving to 75. I agree. And I, I really feel like... I gotta be honest, I looked at 75, 75's a pretty weak fucking year. We we might be moving to 76 pretty quick. Right. Now, there is a James Bond film in 75. Oh, okay. A Man with a Golden Gun. Yeah. And I think any James Bond film is open for review, but I feel strongly about the, um, about the, uh, disaster film thing. Yeah, I agree. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. I have seen the Towering Inferno. Okay. I have seen Airport 1975 because my wife and I had a marathon of all the airport films one weekend. I've never seen Airport. It's I, 1975. Dude, they're fucking great. I, I'm gonna say. And honestly, and 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 like growing up watching Airplane. Right. Like you know it's a parody, but then when you watch some of these films, these airport films, airport films were one of the one of the three major areas they took from and they're like the first especially the first airport film there are certain scenes like holy shit hey, yeah airplane i got gotcha. you like, <laughs> and those airport I, movies they made a lot of fucking money yeah back time they were the bank you know um but so i've seen those two so i want to challenge you the earthquake because i have not seen it i I've actually not seen that film except for one of the major earthquakes in the film. I actually was flipping through channels and got to see that. I think I've seen that as well. And, I, think I've seen, I think I've had the same experience. And when Disney, they don't have it anymore, Disney used to have uh, a ride, the, oh, it was, the earthquake ride, and I yeah. did it before it closed down. Oh, you actually went on it? Yeah. I remember like documentaries about it. Yeah, and you, you could experienced it. You could watch the you know video of the, uh, the actual ride on YouTube and stuff. I actually went on that ride. All right. Um, which is pretty. I'm really sad that they closed it down because it was done really fucking well. Well, now you'll be able to compare that to the film when we talk about it. Yeah. Maybe now, maybe I'll show footage of the the ride when we do the episode. I did approach Holly um, this past weekend, and I said, "Listen." I have a choice. I want to. I want to do a disaster film, and I, I'm not sure if I want to do Towering Inferno. If I was going to do, if I had a choice between Airport 75 or Earthquake, which one do you think I should challenge? Now she gave me the answer, and I agreed with her, and I forget what it was. So there's a 50% chance I'm going to get yelled at tonight <laughs> after I'm done with this episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'm just throwing it out there. I might. I don't know if I made the wrong decision or not, but. I want to challenge the film I haven't seen yet, so we're both going with fresh perspectives. Okay. I, I enjoy that a lot more 
when we see like a, like a film from from like forty years ago for the first time. Yeah, you I know? mean, I've only ever seen one scene from there, and it was an earthquake scene. But I've never actually seen the film. That's Charlton Heston, right? I thought it was Sean Connery. I want to say that's <laughs> Charlton. I want to say that's Charlton Heston. Hang on, I'll bring up the. Uh, uh, yeah, Charlton Heston. You're right. George Kennedy, who was in the airport, he was in at least one of the airport films. Yes, he Warren was. Green, uh, Ava, Ava Gardner. Ava Gardner. Oh my. Um, Walter Matthau as a drunk. <laughs> who was also in Taking a Pelham One Two Three, which came out the same year. Yes, but but again, I really, I really, I love Pelham One Two Three too much to bring on the show. I love that movie. Uh, I love Robert Shaw in that movie so much. You know what? It's like I feel like if we did that, we'd just be gushing about the film. I nonstop. think you're right. No, I, it's there's yeah. I but, yeah. I agree. So uh, definitely, um, we're gonna do Earthquake as the film for uh, 19, still in 1974. Still 74. Oh my god! I think god. we have at least one or two more films after Earthquake. I'll be honest. I think so. If, I think I think if you went to 75 after Earthquake, I'd be disappointed. And I we'll see what happens. I I'm just saying I. I'm not saying there's a kind of tired of being in 1974. I agree, but I feel like there's at least one or two more spots. I think I, I feel like I should do one more selection for 74. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> okay. If you go to 75, I won't complain, but I will be heartbroken. <laughs> You're going to be heartbroken. You know, yeah. I'll be upset. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll have a discussion. We'll have a discussion. <laughs> yeah. You know how those work. I know exactly uh, how yeah, it works. The next film, 1974. Review that next week, definitely. Okay. Uh, sorry about last week. We had the postpone. Um, uh, bef- now, before we start wrapping anything up, I do believe we have a voicemail from one of our listeners, one of our faithful listeners. We do. Uh, Gino Cuddy. Gino, Gino, Gino. Gino, Gino, Gino. Let me cue that up. Oh, Gino, by the way, um, Gino did ask me. He, ha- he has a friend who does a political podcast. He asked me if I wanted to go on as a as a as an alternate because it's a Republican uh, or conservative podcast. Oh. Uh, I just want to see right now, Gino, uh, I know I didn't get back to you. But that's because I, I've been kind of like avoiding the news recently, and I, and I'm also behind on my polit- my own political podcast, and I'm not sure if I can handle talking to a conservative podcaster, uh, without just like totally destroying any shreds of patience and humility, uh, uh, um, uh, calmness in my life. <laughs> so I, I I need I I will get back to you on that, but just give me like a couple more days, please, because I, I got to come to terms with this part of me <laughs> okay um are you ready for the voicemail oh uh yes yeah all right uh i'm ready now hello joey and scott this is gino cuddy calling how are you guys uh, i just uh, wanted to leave you guys a little bit of a voicemail here um uh, telling you how much i'm liking this new series that you're doing you're reevaluating films that have been deemed classics and are actually giving them another look and either saying it if their reputation is justified or not i'm, I'm really liking that especially with <laughs> films uh like trying, uh, west you know. world silent green and uh one of your most recent reviews the texas chainsaw massacre um i do have some recommendations uh once you get to 1976 i would love for you guys to check out the dino de Laurentiis remake of king kong with oh, jeff bridges and jeff galang and when you guys get to 1979, I would love for you to take a look at the Walt Disney Pictures produced Black Hole with Anthony Perkins, Maximilian Schell, and Ernest Borgnine. 
I think those two films are worthwhile contenders for this new series that you're working on. And uh, I'm looking forward to the 10th anniversary uh, shebang that's going to be taking place, I believe you guys said, in October. Um, I'll be tuning into that. Um, if you'd like to follow me, um, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash official Gino Cuddy, that is G-E-N-O-C-U-D-D-Y. I'm also on Twitter. You can follow me at official Gino C. And I would like to tell uh, Joey and Scott to keep up the great work. They've been doing great work streaming on uh, YouTube, and I've uh, been tuning in every Thursday. So have yourselves a great night, gentlemen. Keep up the great work. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Gino. Um, thank you, Gino. By the way, I, 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 I am slightly concerned. I feel that Gino might have been possessed by the ghost of the movie phone guy. <laughs> so, Gino, if you can hear me and uh, and you are possessed by the movie phone guy, dial a one now. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't imagine not challenging or doing King Kong when we hit 1976. Or Black Hole. Or that Black was, Hole. I, now, we showed, all right, all right, I want to say, we, we showed Black Hole. When I say we showed Black Hole at the first bad movie night, I mean, we Joey and I watched it alone and started falling asleep near the end because everyone else bailed after the second film. That's right, which was Alone <laughs> in the Dark. And we were like, no, we're no, that was the first film. The second film was Jim Cotta. Oh, the main event was Jim Cotta. That's right. Yeah, we showed Jim Cotta at the very first bad movie day. Remember that half hour yeah. into the film, someone nervously said, "So, uh, we're we're not going to keep watching this, are we?" So, no, no, it was uh uh you're kidding, right? You were kidding, right? We're actually <laughs> watching this. We're like, "Oh yeah, we were serious when we said this. We said we were talking. watching bad movies. That's what we're doing. My favorite part of that night was when somebody said, so when did they actually start playing the game? And, <laughs> and I said, they, they've been playing it for like uh, 15 minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know because I'm a professional, don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Joey and I, we, I, 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 I remember near the end where I just like turned to Joey and said, are, are they, are they, like climbing a tree in like the vacuum of space. <laughs> yes, I think I think so. Like, yeah, what's going on? Here? <laughs> I'll tell you, it bad movie day goes f way back to when we Mare and I were living in our first apartment in like two thousand and five, two thousand six. Oh, yeah. That's how far back bad movie day goes back before movie sucktastic. Uh huh. Yeah. Because we started Movie Sucktastic in 2009. This is obviously our 10th year. And Bad Movie Day, we were doing that for probably two to three years before we decided to do this podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I remember we decided to do this podcast after we had a Bad Movie Day at the house that I'm living in now, which we bought you know, uh, in 2008. Right. So we... in like summer of 2008 we did a uh we did a bad movie day outside it was tron um or was it no we did that in summer of 2009 and then we said you know what we could do this we had talked about it earlier when we were both watching the remake of the hitcher yes uh, specifically i turned the joey about halfway through and i was like um i had bought an ipod the year before so that was, right. i first got into this stuff i just turned to joey and said and we, you know, we're watching the Hitcher remake, so we're, of course we're just trashing it nonstop. We're talking. I just turned to Joey and said, "You know, um, uh, people like record themselves talking about stuff like this and and like post it as a podcast." He's like, yeah. "Really?" 
So yeah, just what we're doing now. But they just they put it online. Yeah, and then you said, yeah, we could fucking do eighty episodes easy. Three hundred <laughs> episodes later. <laughs> what have I started? Yeah, I remember you. Sp- I very vividly remember you saying, "Yeah, we could fucking do eighty episodes." <laughs> like that's where we were gonna stop or something. <laughs> it's like that's not fucking happening. Well, we would first uh, before we get any further. Let me just say uh, for Gino's message. There's, I, I guarantee, there's no fucking way we're gonna make those years without doing King Kong, or Black Hole. Yeah, that's happening. I, it's almost a waste of a request because we were definitely doing that shit. That's right. So, there's so many. I, I mean, '76 is my birth year. We're doing yeah. at least three or four fucking movies out of '76. And so, and so uh, anybody, uh, if you, uh, Gino's been a longtime listener to the show and a compatriot, and we were supposed to meet up with him one time. We never did because things changed, and now I'm in Texas. But yeah. uh, if you get a chance, do check his stuff out on the the um, stuff he gave earlier. His um, shout out. And uh, check him out. Uh, he he's an interesting guy, and he's got a lot to say. Uh, do check it out. Um, now uh, he did mention our ten year anniversary, and we're hitting kind of a milestone. And I do have a, uh, an announcement to make now that Joey might be a little surprised at. Okay. Um, but but as of our tenth anniversary, we are launching our own Patreon page. Oh we <laughs> we oh we it's, are. <laughs> it's it's been officially approved. Really. Um, yeah, so I have not set a launch date yet, but what, what when is our uh, 10th anniversary? It's going to be sometime in October. Um, our Well, okay, I'll tell you exactly when it is. The very okay. first episode we ever did uh, that we put online was in August. But, so technically this month is our actual 10th anniversary. Uh-huh. But, but, we didn't kick shit off for real. Um, here, I have to redo our website. Just yes. I, I do. Um, we well, we have to redo a lot of stuff. That's why. But give me the date first. Well, who knew that Flash was gonna you know be you know give me the date up. first. All right. Uh, our first episode ever was uh, August twenty fifth, two thousand nine, but we did not kick off the show officially and get it started until October eighth, two thousand nine. Okay, yes. October eighth is going to be our tenth anniversary officially. October 8th is the launch date of our new Patreon page. Oh. Now, we have waited 10 years to beg for money. October 8th is a Tuesday this year. October 10th, when we do the show, is a Thursday. We okay. might actually want to do the show on the actual day. Let's do it on the actual day. Um, it, uh, but I'm saying, it's been 10 years. We finally decided to start begging for money. We're not begging for a lot. Uh, the initial launch of the show, the lowest tier... Of um, of um, Patreon ship, whatever you call it, is one dollar. Okay. The highest tier is five dollars. Oh, it's not starting off big, but uh, the, one of the reasons this is important to what Gino was saying too is one of our, our highest, our one of our higher tiers. Part of being a subscriber is going to be you get to actually like uh, demand an episode, that a, re- a review. Got it. Uh, we do, we, we, you know. There'll be a negotiation process if it's something that works really off base from what we do. But the, basically, you get to choose a movie that we review. Okay. Um, and it, I still have to work out the details at the uh, at the moment. Our, uh, yeah, so that's why it's not live yet because I'm still working on it. But we got approved based on what I gave. Oh, uh, which, okay. Include, including the screenshot from Die Hard. So hey, color <laughs> me surprised. Uh, but so I'm gonna we're gonna start at, I'm gonna I'm gonna start actually doing more of my bit on Facebook and uh, what's the other thing? 
Tumblr. Tumblr. Uh, and, and Twitter, too. Uh, i got to get that hooked up. So we'll start getting more of a presence back like we used to. We're going to start up the YouTube thing again a bit more. Uh, I, I think, I, Joey, you've got the last few episodes up. I don't All the episodes have- are up, but I don't have graphics for them. They're just right. like, you, you know, I know, I know, I'm I behind. Do- no, 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 it's both of us. I'm going to start doing more of the slideshows for the past issues. We don't have episodes we don't have up. We're going to get that stuff rolling. And October is going to be the launch. And we're going to start doing things a bit more uh, professionally because we're going to be asking you to donate or pay for the free service we're giving you just out of appreciation. There's no demand or anything. But if you like what we're doing, if you want to throw us a dollar a month, two dollars a month, that's all we're asking so far. All right. That works for me. And and I'm going to set. And obviously, I don't want to say this because you don't have to give us anything. You could listen, still listen to the show for free. Watch it for free. Jack, shit. We're still going to do this. If you don't don't have to listen, we're still going to do this. Yeah. (laughs) You don't don't really play a role in us doing it, but you do play a role in how it's perceived and how it's received. Yeah. And that's where this comes from. Our, Our part remains constant no matter what you do, but we would like you to be involved. And I figure the Patreon scene has kind of like been picking up and is kind of popular. And I, I feel it's the, it's the per- great place to actually get people who are that like the show to get more involved in it. So you'll have an opportunity to to give uh, paltry sums to us on a monthly basis. And in return, we'll we'll uh, give your names at the end of the show, which I heard is popular. And we're on YouTube doing it, too. So now it'll have more of an impact. And then uh, I, we still have to work out the higher tiers, but there'll be things where, like, you can vote on what we're going to do next, or you can actually tell us what we're going to do next, right. or or there'll be a high enough tier where you're you're a guest on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and we'll, I'm saying we'll Skype and, you in. And you have, and they ask you to put goals, so I'm putting goals that, like, if we actually make like five hundred dollars a month, um, we'll buy better equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Instead yeah, yeah. No, I'm all for that. Soundboard, webcam, sure. Instead of this webcam and the um, uh, fear and loathing poster behind me, I'll get, I can get like a real HD cam and a green screen for, you know, it won't make a fucking difference. I'll still say the same shit, but it'll look different. Yeah, you look so, like you're on a, you know, a beach in yeah, Palm Springs. I, and I think I even put in like the highest tier that if, or in that thing, if, if we get that, whoever like uh, all of our, uh, donation donators whatever they're fucking called subscribers um <laughs> we have 500 a month they'll actually be able to vote on what we spend that money on oh okay so it's really i mean this is re- it's 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 the money is like con- inconsequential but i feel like patreon is a place to actually uh funnel people in and there's this thing you can link up to that i'm totally unaware un- unfamiliar with uh it's like a chat room kind of thing connected to patreon where people can like do live chatting while you're performing and i think it's the solution to the problem we've always had of doing that involved in patreon okay uh, i forget what it's called whatever uh it'll it'll all be sussed out by october but the basic point is uh our movie sucktastic patreon page has been approved and the launch date is october 8th as of now there you have it that's right and uh, and I, I envision our 10th anniversary episode is going to be, we're not going to be reviewing a film. We're just going to be talking about past episodes, sound clips from those episodes. Us doing the show. It's like, like behind just, the just favorite, you know, uh, through the years should, kind of thing. We should get our wives in on it too and talk about how it's affected them. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Well, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah. 
And um, and uh, I would say right now, I'm going to start contacting contacting people. Uh, if you have anything nice to say about us for our 10th anniversary, please leave us a voicemail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, someone, someone besides Gino. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean in a negative way. Just that Gino is one of our steadfast uh, message leavers. Uh, the rest of you, not so much. No, they kind of, so, they kind of just—it's a throwaway kind of episode. You listen no, to it, you go move on to the next one. So if you listen to this episode and you, you kind of like what we do, because you must, because you reach the end of this episode, you know what? Please just take a couple minutes out, call our hotline, and just say, "Hey guys, you do a good job." I don't, you don't have to leave your name. You don't have to, you know, you can use a voice scrambler, whatever the fuck you need to do. But just give us some material for October show. We know you're listening because we got the streaming numbers and they're pretty high. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. we, so uh, we listen, know you're fucking listening. We know we're getting lots of downloads a month. Uh, okay. It's it's actually quite good. And, and, and and we know you millennial fucks, you 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 just can't be bothered <laughs> to like you know interface <laughs> with people on a real plane. I get that and I appreciate that and I respect that. But in this instance, just take a moment, even to tell me, go fuck yourself for making fun of millennials, which I never do. Right. You know, anything. If you want to say how we suck, leave that. We'll play that too. We'll play. We'll, we'll play. play any, we'll play just about anything. Yeah, you can. You can call and just like 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 fart the, uh, the uh, national uh, anthem. Dixie. You can just oh, fart Dixie. Fart Dixie. I, I will play that. I, honestly, that would probably get our YouTube numbers. I, up. I'd I'd be impressed. Yeah. Yeah. You send us a video of that. I guarantee we're gonna break like a million. On YouTube. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's end the show. And uh, uh, this is episode uh, 307 Jesus. of Movie Sucktastic. And we've done 307 episodes. Of we have. Shit. We have. What is wrong with us? I remember a, a while ago, probably about two or three years ago, we were talking, or you were talking to somebody. Says, "Hey, how many episodes are you up to now?" And it's like, you said, "Oh, we're up to like 200." It's like, "Oh my god." We're up to 300 now. Oh. And and again, had we done an episode every week and never took any kind of breaks, we probably would be around 500. Um, but you know what? We have lives and jobs. And I don't know how anyone could consistently just do that. I applaud if you can. But Well, you know, like the, the one podcast, the one pot or YouTube show, channel I do plug is uh, Dead Meat. Right. On YouTube, that uh, James A. Genese, fucking great. I think we'd get along with him swimmingly. Uh, every now and then, I disagree with him. Yeah, he, he actually did a review of It Follows, and he liked it. And I was like, "Oh, god damn it, man!" It's like right, right in the heart, you hit me with this shit. <laughs> but, but usually, he says a lot of stuff that parrots what we think. Like he just did Jaws 3D recently, and like a lot of us right on the same level. Right. Um, but uh, like he he's doing it as a full time job now. Oh yeah. Because you know he can, and he's got the production value there, and he's editing stuff, and we're. Yeah, we just record ourselves talking for an hour and slap it up on YouTube. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> he's got the time, the energy, and the patience to do it. Uh, whereas we, we're, we're sunk in the middle age right now. Uh, and Yeah, and we're working a full day and then we, coming home and doing this. Full day of, like, not jobs, careers. That's right. You know, and, and we're families with children and shit. It sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> We don't want to be here. If I knew but, I could make money sure. doing this or the same money doing this, I probably would leave my job. Yeah. Oh, I. If if if, if you people can, uh, if you guys can donate uh, five thousand dollars a month, <laughs> I I will retire from from my current position 
and work here full time. It would have to be $10,000 because I need $5,000 a month too. Well, only one of us needs to do it. As I'm saying. Like, Why you do you can, get all the money? That, you can do it. <laughs> Come you on. You do most of the work anyway. You take it first. It's, I'll follow up on the next 5000 5, Is that right? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. You're cool you, with you it? Have, yeah. You have first dibs on the first 5000 a month on Patreon. I get the second 5000 a month on Patreon. Okay. All right. Fair? All right. Sounds good okay. to me. Episode 307. Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Listen to the show. Download the show there. Tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock and hang out with us while we review a movie. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we post from when we go live to trailers to whatever fancies us in the movie world goes on that site. You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can also leave us voicemail. That's 908-514-4470. You can leave us an email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can also go and download our 100%, 100% free app for Movie Sucktastic on the uh, the Android uh, Play page or Play Store. It's called Play Store. Yeah. I just we just lost the music. It's faded out. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's my fault. You, it, well, it was your fault because you went on a tangent about Patreon. I didn't know you were starting the music. I said, yes, you did. I did not. Yeah. Anyway. Um, download the download the app. Everything I said is in the app. It's a hundred percent free. You should totally get it. Um, and that's about it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mister Wilson? My ass. <laughs> and what an ass! All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.